Welcome to the Common Cause for Sustainability podcast mini-series, Sustainable Living, for University of Washington Bothell and Cascadia College. My name is Noah. And my name is Emily. And we will be your hosts today. In last week's episode, we talked about thrift shopping as a sustainable solution to fast fashion. This week, we will be talking about how we can reduce our environmental footprint by incorporating sustainability into our clothing. So, Emily... How often do you buy clothes and what factors go into your decisions of where and how you buy clothes? I don't buy clothes that often. I try my best not to impulse shop. So whenever I do make a purchase, something I've thought over a lot, I would say if I were to quantify how often I buy clothes, I would say no more than like twice a year, I'll pick up maybe a couple things. Yeah, the way I work is I only really get clothes if I need them, if it's time for a new shirt, because I tend to buy pretty cheap quality clothing. I tend to get a lot of free clothes too. If you know where to look, there are free clothes everywhere. Where do you normally buy your clothes from? Mostly online retailers. That just goes back to what I was saying about not impulse shopping, which might seem counterintuitive, but... When I online shop, I'm able to like save something, look at it, look at it later and decide if I really want to buy it. Whereas when I go into a store, I see something I like and I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to come back. I should just get it. So I don't shop in store that often. As far as do I shop from sustainable brands? Usually not because the prices are a bit out of my budget. So I instead try to look for good quality clothes that I know will last a long time, and I view that as a sustainable choice. What factors go into your decision? Is sustainability one of the biggest factors, or is it lower on the list? I'd say it's pretty low, for sure. I think most people work this way. Comfortability and price are the two main things for me. Although, I mean, if I know a brand is sustainable over a different brand of you know, two similar items, I would pick the sustainable one most of the times. But like you said, it's hard because they're normally more expensive. But another thing that also influences my choice a lot is brand. I'm not sure if you feel the same way. I have a few brands that I like that are not necessarily sustainable, but I like them because it's just my style. It's comfortable. It's good quality. All the things that I like in clothes And of course, something you're going to actually wear a lot, going to last you a long time. So I view that as a sustainable choice. So as far as shopping for clothing goes, is there anything you can specifically look out for that would tell you one piece of clothing is more sustainably produced than another? So whenever you're shopping for clothes, whether it be at a sustainable brand or not, looking at materials can help you make a more sustainable choice. What are the most sustainable fabrics? What we found on that is that natural fibers, including recycled cotton, organic hemp, organic linen, those are all considered sustainable fabrics. Oh, I see. So it's basically just fabrics that are organically produced from plants and recycled material? Most materials that come from plants. And another interesting category of sustainable fabrics is dead stock fabric. Dead stock fabric can just be thought as overstock fabrics. When fabric is mass produced, it's the fabric that would otherwise go to waste. 
but is now recycled into new clothing. So it's a very sustainable solution because, of course, the clothes would otherwise go to waste. So how come we have so much excess fabric? I would say it's mostly a cultural thing. For most of the Western world, we have like we've discussed previously, a fast fashion culture where manufacturers will produce huge quantities of clothing just due to shifting fashion trends, which happen so rapidly. So like post-consumed clothing, assuming it doesn't get thrown away, maybe would be reused and made into new clothing. But I think a big source of dead stock fabric, it's from the production side. So if a company discontinues um, a certain t-shirt, Now they have all this excess fabric that they're not going to use. So instead, another brand can buy that fabric and then use it to make something rather than all that going to waste. Another reason that we have dead stock fabric is that a lot of the times some brands will overproduce clothes. Then they have all these clothes that they can't sell and then all this material that is not being used. One last reason why... In the process of making clothes, there ends up being lots of scrap pieces that are maybe still big enough to be made into something. So it's good to collect all that and put it to use into making new clothes. Definitely. And something something that's great about dead stock fabric is that it's really cheap to work with because companies will be willing just to dump off their overstock. So it's a very cheap material to get. I think more emerging sustainable clothing brands are trying to address this issue of dead stock fabric and seeing what they can make of it. So that's really good to see. Definitely. So what about other materials used for clothing? How sustainable are they? What comes to mind for me, the common materials you see on the back of your tag, you know, polyester, cotton, but what's the sustainability of those? And What a sustainability of other materials. So let's start with polyester because that is the most common, at least as far as what I've seen. Polyester is derived from petroleum. So you can basically think of it as like a plastic. So that being said, polyester is not biodegradable and polyester manufacturing requires a lot of water. And then microfibers. You might've heard of microfibers or microplastics polluting our ocean. So whenever you wash a piece of clothing that is made of polyester, it's gonna shed all these tiny particles of fibers called microfibers, and that's gonna get into our wastewater. And a lot of the time that does not get filtered out in the wastewater treatment system. So it all ends up in our oceans. That is one major sustainability issue with polyester. Well, if you own polyester clothes, is there anything you can do to try and minimize the microplastics? You can buy like a filter to attach to your washing machine, but if you don't want to go through that effort, there's something that you actually put in the washing machine with your clothes while it's doing the wash cycle and all the microfibers will basically stick to it and not get into the water. Yeah, those washing machine attachments definitely seem like something that should be in every person's washing machine. Uh, In fact, washing polyester releases 500,000 tons of microfibers into the ocean each year, which is the equivalent of 50 billion plastic bottles. So this is one of the 
largest issues in the plastic pollution in the ocean is simply polyester clothing. So I think attachments like that can really give people a sustainable way to ensure that they don't pollute the oceans. So I know polyester is a huge material used in clothing. What about cotton? What is the sustainability of cotton? Cotton is more environmentally friendly because it is a natural fiber. It comes from a plant and therefore it is biodegradable. There are some uh, environmental drawbacks with cotton. However, cotton is a water intensive crop. It requires more than 2,700 liters of water. I don't know how many gallons that is, but to produce enough cotton for one t-shirt. So water usage is one thing that sets it back as far as sustainability. Yeah, and along with your point on the farming, I know a lot of cotton farms also use a lot of pesticides and herbicides, which is another environmental concern, uh, which is why as a solution, there's organic cotton, which is actually cotton that's farmed without the use of herbicide or pesticides. Something I was thinking about is since cotton and polyester are pretty much the two most common fabrics, is there any comparison to be made? Can you say definitively that cotton is better than polyester or maybe organic cotton is? In my opinion, based on what I know, out of the three, I would say organic cotton. Cotton is better than polyester because it is a natural fiber. It is biodegradable. So Emily, what do you mean exactly by biodegradable? How does that differentiate from what happens when you dispose of polyester? So cotton is organic matter, so it can be broken down in the soil by microorganisms, whereas polyester, it is made from petroleum, which is not biodegradable. Besides cotton and polyester, the two big ones, what other materials and fabrics are there and what is the sustainability of them? Another really sustainable fabric is linen. Across its life cycle, a linen shirt uses 6.4 liters of water compared to 2,700 liters of water for a cotton t-shirt. Linen, like cotton, is a natural fiber produced from flax. Therefore, it is biodegradable as well. Besides its sustainability, it's also a great material to wear because it's breathable, great for summers, hot temperatures. It's interesting. I'm not really familiar with the use of linen in clothes. I knew it was used, of course, for blankets, you know, like a linen closet. But that's interesting. I've never heard of linen being used for clothes. Yeah, it's actually a very old material. It's been used for a very long time. And it, you said it, it comes from a flax plant. Is that like the, the same plant you get flax seed and flax seed oil from? Yeah. Like you were saying, most people maybe think of linen used for like bed sheets, but linen can be used to make clothing besides just your common linens you find around your home. Something maybe in the same strain as linen is hemp, which can actually be grown twice as efficiently as cotton. And that what's great about the hemp plant and clothes made from hemp is when you farm hemp, hemp acts as its own herbicide and insecticide. So it's really easy to grow hemp organically because you don't have to use herbicide and insecticide. And that can create pretty sustainable clothing. Yeah, and hemp 
returns 60 to 70% of nutrients it takes from the soil. It doesn't deplete the soil, so that's what makes growing hemp a great option. It also requires very little water compared to cotton. Cotton requires about 50% more water than hemp. And then when you factor in processing, cotton uses more than four times as much water as hemp. So some other common fabrics that you might see on the tags in your clothing are viscose and rayon. So if you've never heard of viscose, you might have also seen the word rayon, which is essentially the same thing. Viscose is a semi-synthetic fiber that comes from trees, but that does not necessarily mean it's more sustainable. So although it is a plant-based fiber, the manufacturing, it requires a lot of chemicals. So that makes it less sustainable. And then there's also the issue of deforestation. As I mentioned, viscose comes from trees. So there's a lot of deforestation happening to make way for plantations for trees that are used to make pulp, which are used to make brayon. So we've talked about synthetically produced fabrics, and we've talked about fabrics that you grow from, from plants. Can you think of any fabrics you might derive from an animal? Yeah. So wool is a fabric that is commonly used in clothing. It is a natural fiber that comes from sheep. It is biodegradable because it comes from animals. So again, it's a natural fiber. Yeah, since it comes from animals, there's always the ethical concern. But like many other of these fabrics, it really boils down to who's producing them. Because like we mentioned, you can have a very unsustainable cotton farm or a very unethical sheep farm, and that might render to the consumer what they're trying to buy as bad and unsustainable. But it's just dependent on how the actual fabrics are being produced, not only the fabric themselves. But I think these are, these are good guidelines to follow for sure. A good thing you can look for is maybe recycled wool, but it's not coming directly from the animal. Definitely some things to consider there. As far as fabrics being produced by animals, also might be worth mentioning silk, of course, coming from the silkworm. It's generally a sustainable fabric. Uh, ethical concerns aren't pronounced, obviously, due to the fact worms produce it. You don't really have to worry about that. Of course, it is very expensive. That's something to consider. You can't really have a silk t-shirt or anything without it being a bunch of money. But on its own, silk is a sustainable fabric. So what about leathers or furs in clothing? Can that be done sustainably? You can buy items secondhand that have leather and fur. I guess you could say it kind of eliminates the ethical issues because since you're buying it secondhand, you're not creating a demand for more of those materials. I think in general, fashion is just trending away from using real furs and leathers. Yeah, it's interesting because something I was thinking about, especially with leather, is like we have such a large red meat cow industry in America. So it almost seems like leather is a byproduct of that because cows are not being raised for the sole intent of leather. Like I said, they're being raised for their meat. So it does seem like leather could be a, a more sustainable 
fabric or material even new for that reason. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, since so many cows are being used for meat, I wonder like what happens to the rest of, I mean, that would be a good way to salvage more of the animal, but I'm not quite sure where clothing manufacturers get their leather from. Well, yeah, like, because something else is, you can theoretically make leather from any animal. Yeah, there must be some reason why leather is made from cows. It must be better in some way. Maybe it's more durable, softer, better texture. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm sure it's something like that. I actually like leather shoes, like handbags, that kind of thing, because it's just great. It's great quality, especially compared to like faux leather. Faux leather is not made from sustainable materials and it doesn't last that long. So, so I think that leather, because it lasts longer, it holds up longer, is more sustainable. It's just production of leather is not transparent enough. I agree. And yeah, on your point about faux leather, you got to remember that's just polyester. It, it has nothing to do with leather. So yeah, like you said, it's not the greatest material. I would say the majority of where I buy my clothes from previously was thrift stores, and then it transitioned into Amazon. Both of them, for me, it was just kind of like a convenience thing. Like I know I could just go to a thrift store and get anything I needed. And then when Amazon started getting okay selections for clothing, I started using them. However, I would not recommend anybody buy clothes on Amazon because they're super low quality and will not last you more than like a year. Oh, I was going to ask, have you changed like where you buy clothes? I think if anything, I'm just going to go back to thrift shopping. I, I've learned my lesson with Amazon. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, definitely. Because like I mentioned, thrift stores have everything you need. Where do you get your clothes from? 20% thrifted, 25% handed down. So from time to time, when I lived with my mom, I would go through her closet, pull things and be like, do you still wear this? And if not, like, I would just take it. So a lot of hand-me-downs from my mom. And then the other 50%, what does that add up to 100%? I believe it would be 55%. 5% um, I bought brand new. And when you're buying clothes, what is are you trying to look for durability above all else? I would say the most important thing for me is durability. I don't want to buy cheap clothes that fall apart quickly. I think if I can keep something for a long time, then that is sustainable, even if it's not produced in the most sustainable way. And do you ever, if there's like, say a rip or a tear in your clothes, do you ever make repairs on them or get them repaired by someone else? When it does get to that point, I kind of just get rid of it now. But I have a jacket and it has a rip like on the shoulder and it actually kind of looks cool. So <laughs> as long as the clothes are still wearable and they look okay, I don't really try to repair rips. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way, I'd say, unless the rip is like just in a weird spot. I try and get my grandma to repair it because she's really, really good with sewing, which is interesting because... I feel like sewing as an art form, you know, is almost a generational thing. Like college people our age 
don't really know how to sew as good as I'm sure college people would have maybe 50 years ago. We don't know how to make repairs on our own stuff. Yeah, it's kind of been lost in our generation. Just the habit of being thrifty and making our things last longer. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But speaking of making clothes last longer, do you know of any methods or things you can do to increase the durability of your clothes across the board? Yeah, so one of the easiest things is how you wash your clothes and how often you wash your clothes for things such as jackets, jeans. You don't have to wash them after every time you wear them. You can wear them several times until you feel like they're too dirty and then you can wash them and that's perfectly okay. Right, yeah. And something else I've also heard is if you wash your clothes in cold water, they last longer. Is that true at all? I think so. Well, actually, I'm not sure. I, I do know that washing your clothes in cold water is more sustainable because you don't have to use up a ton of energy to heat up the water and your clothes still get clean in the end. But as far as making your clothes last longer, I would recommend washing your clothes on delicate cycle, even if you're not washing delicates. And then using garment bags for smaller items like socks, not only to preserve the quality, but if you find that you often lose your socks in the laundry, maybe this would be a better way to keep track of them. Nice. This is some good washing machine tips. Do you have any tips for drying your clothes? Air drying your clothes is a way to preserve the quality. Oh, and another tip is just looking at the tags of your clothes and seeing if there's any special instructions about washing and drying, because... Or there's a reason if it says air dry or wash on delicate cycle or dry clean. So make sure you pay attention to that. Yeah. So if somebody out there wanted to know other potentially more sustainable and not to mention ethical places to buy clothes from, where would they look? Of course, you can just Google sustainable clothing brands and that will probably give you a few results. There's a website called Good On You, which rates clothing brands sustainability. So if you're wondering, if you have a brand you really like and you're wondering how sustainable is this brand, you can probably find it on that website and you can read about the sustainability of that brand. Yeah, and other methods, if you don't want to buy something or go shopping, consider a clothing swap where you just get together with a friend, family member, or even a stranger and just trade clothes, see what you want, see what they want. It's a great way to get rid of stuff you don't like and get new stuff in a sustainable way. Yeah, I'm sure you can find these clothing swap groups maybe on Facebook or something, meet up. So if you're someone who likes to buy a lot of clothes, a more sustainable way and maybe and cost-effective way would be to rent clothes. So I know of some services that will actually, it's like a clothing rental service. Every few months or so, you can choose new clothes that you would like to wear for a few months, then keep them, wear them, and then return them and trade them in for something new. By my standards, it's a bit expensive because I barely ever buy clothes, but if you are someone who likes to buy clothes a lot, this could save you money. Good to know. And I think it should also be worth mentioning that making your own clothes is a realistic possibility. 
if you just go to like a fabric store, buy some fabrics. If you know how to make clothes, you could do it that way. Or if you know someone who knows how to make clothes, you could get your clothes custom made. Yeah, definitely. Or even like what we talked about earlier with dead stock fabric, you could buy a bunch of that and make pretty much whatever you wanted from it. Yeah. Might be a little off topic, but something I wanted to mention was there's this company where you can send them. I know about this because my friend did it. You can send them in all of your old hoodies and, and things that don't fit you. And they'll make a blanket out of it and send it back to you showing everything that was on all the hoodies together. So if you're looking for a way to get rid of maybe some old hoodies that don't fit you anymore, the company is called Project Repat, and you can find them at projectrepat.com. So what would you say prevents people from shopping from sustainable clothing brands? I think there's a lot of factors. I think definitely the biggest one is the price tag. It's unfortunate, but unsustainable produced material is just cheaper to make. So it's always going to be cheaper than the sustainable option. And I think that's a big barrier to a lot of people. Of course, we mentioned ways to combat that is shopping secondhand. Yeah, the price tag is a huge barrier and I relate to that a lot of the time I see sustainable clothing brand that I want to afford when I start browsing the website and I realize I can't afford any of it. So that's really unfortunate. But I mean, there are some sustainable brands that are like in the medium price range. So maybe you could splurge every once in a while. But if if that's not possible, it's totally understandable. And then another big thing is size. There's just a lot of sustainable brands that are doing great things, but they don't offer sizes that would fit like bigger people, for example. So it's kind of unfortunate. I guess just what we can do is just email these brands and let them know that we love their clothes, we love what they're doing, and we want a wider range of sizes. Yeah, definitely. And I think one more thing that prevents people from shopping sustainable brands is it can be hard to tell just what brands are and aren't truly sustainable due to greenwashing. Of course, greenwashing is where companies will try to appear as sustainable, but really they are just as unsustainable as any other company. It really prevents people from truly knowing if they're making sustainable decisions or not. Yeah, someone could think they're buying from a sustainable brand, but it's really not as sustainable as the brand claims to be. So I would just say, make sure you do some digging on the website of the brand that you're buying from. And if they are truly sustainable, you shouldn't have to dig that far. They will have all the information about sustainability, ethics, where and how the clothing is produced all on their website. So if you can find that, that is a good sign that the brand is actually sustainable. So what do we do with clothes when we no longer want them? Well, some sustainable options are donate it to thrift stores. You could sell it online, give it away to friends, family, try and recycle it. There are many different organizations and companies where you can recycle textiles or even repurpose it into something else. So if you have old t-shirts, 
you could just cut them up, make them into like rags for cleaning around your house or dish towels, hand towels, something like that. And for recycling, that might take a bit of Google searching, but there's one program in King County called ThreadCycle that partners with Goodwill to collect old unusable clothes, and then they recycle those textiles. Good to know. But uh, yeah, besides that, something else that is also worth mentioning is a lot of retailers have take-back programs where once you're done with a particular clothing item, whether it be damaged or you just don't want it anymore, they will actually take it back from you and make sure it gets sustainably either recycled or reused. And a lot of times you can either even get discounts on future purchases if you take stuff back. While it is good to see that stores are taking back their old clothes, I think it just drives more consumption, especially if the store is incentivizing, um, offering discounts on future purchases. Yeah, that's definitely something to consider. But it's good to see brands doing this and making a real commitment to sustainability. So Emily, in conclusion, how can you make sure your apparel is sustainable? When you're buying new clothes, look at the fabrics, look for natural fibers such as cotton, hemp, linen, and even like wool or silk. You can look for more durable clothes, which can include leather, but I would recommend buying leather secondhand. You can buy from sustainable brands. You can look on a website called Good On You and you can find out which brands are sustainable. And another thing is paying attention to how often you wash your clothes and how you wash your clothes, making them last longer. Lastly, you can get rid of your clothes in a responsible way. So instead of just dumping all your stuff at a thrift store, consider selling it, giving it away to friends and family, recycling or repurposing your clothes, or looking into which retailers have take-back programs. Well, that's all the time we have. Thank you all for joining us today on the Common Cause for Sustainability podcast. We will see you next time.